Hello, and welcome to So Divine Conversations. I'm Megan Skinner. And I'm Stephanie Galling. And this is our mid-month podcast where we have a conversation. Stephanie and I dig into a theme or a topic that we feel is relevant for the times, all with an eye towards inspiration and helping you to lead a more conscious life. Hello, Stephanie. Megan. (laughs) We did it. We're so excited. We're a little delayed on our uh, conversation this month just because we've been wrangling with some technical difficulties. So it's just like, oh my God, Stephanie, here we are. We did it. (laughs) And we got really creative about it. And yes, that's the segue to um, our theme for conversations this month is we're going to talk about creativity. And we thought this would be a really fun topic to explore, especially as we're kind of wrapping up Leo season. And when I think about Leo, you know, I think about self-expression and creativity. So let's dig in. Do you want to start us off or... How, how how should we how should we begin, Stephanie? <laughs> There's so much to talk about. We're just actually, so happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. And maybe let's talk about that. Like I think oftentimes we think about creativity as being an artist or a dancer or expressing, like, you know, making something in the world, but there's and that is creative and that is creativity, but also being creative is being innovative. Yeah. Is also seeing, okay, there's an obstacle. And my usual go-to way to moving forward is not working. So I need to be creative to find another solution. Case in point, we've been struggling with our remote podcasting, right? Especially for the last month or so. And last week we tried to do this and it didn't work. So we got as much creative as we could and thought of a lot of different possibilities. And we found a solution. Yeah. Right. And as opposed to like being like obstacle, okay, we just are stops in our tracks, nothing to do. Like, what do you do when you're faced with that? Like, how do you find a new way through? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I love that you're bringing up this idea that creativity is not necessarily being an artist. And it's so interesting when I talk to clients or it might come up in a session, like, you know, this is a time, you know, where your creative energy is really heightened or, you know, are you being creative? And they'll say, no, I'm not a creative person. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> to some degree, I just think as a human being, we're all creative, right? I mean, we're, we are born with the desire to create life and create opportunities. So I feel like creativity is part of our essential nature. But I agree, Stephanie. I think so many people associate it with this kind of artistic kind of process. And, you know, so as I was thinking about today and our conversation, I actually looked on my dictionary and this ties right in. So I'm going to share, if you will, the definition of creativity. And it says the ability to transcend traditional ideas rules, patterns, relationships, or the like, and to create meaningful new ideas, forms, methods, interpretations, etc., originality, progressiveness, or imagination. I love it. Isn't that juicy? That is. There's a lot there. And to your point, I think when people think about creativity, you know, I'll say that to people as well, and they'll be like, no, that's not me. I don't know how to draw. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to cook. It's like, no, no, no. There's so much more to creativity and being a creative is not necessarily the same as being an artist, 
right? It just means that desire to make something and to express yourself, mm-hmm. you know, or again, to also like be innovative around an obstacle to be generative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I relate to creativity. I, I consider, you know, myself a very creative person, um, not just like as a writer and as an artist, but also just in that it's so important for me to feel like that I am expressing myself, my, you know, my essential uniqueness in everything I do. And it, it was funny because, again, I was, you know, to go back to, you know, some client stories. I was having that conversation with a client that said, oh, I'm not creative. And I looked at her and I'm like, well, you sure dress creatively. You sure present creatively. You know, she had her hair beautifully done and she had her jewelry on and she had this beautiful outfit that was coordinated and it was really kind of funky and unique. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) don't tell me you're not creative. Just look in the mirror. You know what I mean? And so I think that for a lot of us, and maybe this is true for some people more than others, I think we want to kind of put our unique stamp on things. Absolutely. I think that it's really important for all of us to give ourselves permission to be our unique self. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what is that phrase? Like, be you, everybody else is always is already taken. Like, <laughs> you know, to to say I can be me, I honor the fact that I am unique, I am special. And I want to share that. Yeah. You yeah. know. A, I, I just want to share that. I want to generate that because holding that back within, mm-hmm. you know, is can be so upsetting or so crippling, so stagnating. And then just to like create, you know, be that out in the world. Because also I always believe like we all need everyone to be themselves. Like everyone has a gift. So you're not just even doing it for you. You're doing it for us, right? Leo, the opposite of Leo is Aquarius, like the collective. Shine your light. We need to see it. We need it because we need you to be you, but also because you help us with your radiance. Ah, yes. I love that. I love that. We all need to shine our light. That That's so powerful, right? And, you know, the world is just made up of so many unique beings. And, and I, I love that. And so, you know, here we are talking about shining our light and, you know, being creative. But you know, I also do want to talk about the creative process a little bit. You know, and you and I, you know, we're both writers and, you know, we're, you know, creative in our life. Whenever I go to your home, Stephanie, I'm always like, look around. I'm like, oh, she's so creative. It's like every little nook and corner, there's so much beauty and you take, you know, such pleasure in how you create, you know, your aesthetic in your home. And both of us, though, as writers, um, you know, Stephanie's just finishing up another book. And sometimes when you're in that creative process, it can be challenging. So maybe, you know, Stephanie, talk a little bit about your creative process, maybe a little bit about writing and what are the challenges for you in being creative? Ah, big question and that I love. I think this is really important. And after I share, I'm going to like reflect this back to you. So one of the things that's really helped me over the years with my creativity, let's say with my writing, is to accept that my process is different than other people's process. Otherwise known as all of our processes are unique, 
right? Like I used to write and sort of, I have to have the schedule and I have to do it this way. And I would see that, okay, this wasn't working for me. And what I started to realize was that, and I don't know if this is my Taurus moon, but, you know, beginnings are always hard for me, you know? And it's the sense of like the beginning and I see, I have to climb to the top of the mountain and how will I ever do that? But now I know that. So I'm very good in terms of like, do a little bit over here do a little bit over there. I just need to feel like I'm in a little bit of motion. So even if I write a sentence about this one topic and I write a paragraph about another, and then I quickly switch to like doing research about something else, for me, just being in that sense of motion, I then start to see like, oh, things are actually getting done. This blank canvas or this blank screen will not be blank for much longer right? That it also then calms down my sense of worry or frustration, like that I can't do it. So once I know now my creative process, um, it's helped me abundantly. Yeah. And I, I, I got to tell you, as you're talking, Stephanie, I'm like, oh gosh, that's so, you know, Gemini rising, right? You know, it's, that's it, it's, right. right? Little this, little, little that. Little bit of, yeah. And like, you know, I can go over here and then I can go over there and I can pull this or that together. It's also interesting that you're talking about you have challenges in beginning the creative process. And I am the exact opposite. So, I can, oh my God, I start a new novel or picture every day. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but I love starting a creative process and I get an inspiration. I'm like, oh my God, I got to write this. I got to create this. And then what happens is then, you know, I don't always have the wherewithal or the follow through to Mm -hmm. complete it. And I think sometimes I have so many ideas and what I'm really learning to do is really, you know, be in that process of feeling into something and whether it really, cause we all have great ideas, right. And we have inspirations, but is this something that I really want to commit to? Cause you know, ultimately I think the creative process is a commitment. Sure. You know what I mean? It does take the, you can have, you know, great imagination and all the ideas in the world, but if you're not going to stick with the process, then, you know, you're not going to produce anything. So then you now have this awareness of like, okay, is this project, is this creative act something that, like, how do you then tell whether you want to like continue with one versus doing another one? Like, how how do you know that? Well, what I've kind of made peace with, and I think this also reflects that I have my Mars in Gemini, is like, I would say I have four writing pieces that I'm working on right now. You know what I mean? And, um, and I kind of like go from one to the other and then go back. And I'm very, you know, I thought a lot, you know, during COVID, of course, you know, I was like, okay, I've got time. I'm going to write my young adults children's novel that I've always wanted to write. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm actually about 5,000 words in, but you know, it's like, just the reality of like creating, you know, finishing a book and kudos to you. You know, you, you finished your dream book a few months ago. Now you're revamping your astrology book. And again, that finishing takes a lot of work, but I'm allowing myself to be in process with more, more than one project. I think yeah, that is kind of working for me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, and also I always think about time as an ingredient, Mm. you know, especially when I was doing the dream book. Well, actually this book too, I had even shorter deadline, you know, and I had three months to write a book from scratch. 
And yet at that first, that time felt like a really strong hurdle. Like, can I actually do this? But it is very Saturn, right? It created this sense of limitation that then I used that to create deadlines, not even deadlines per se, but okay, I have this many chapters to do. I need to get this much done at a moment. And, it, and then it actually forced me, it also forced me, which was interesting, not to have excuses that I couldn't do it in that much time. Like I didn't even have the time to like belie that I like couldn't do it in such a short time. Right. But it's again, how do we become friends with and like um, recognize the value that time can have, whether it's we have a lot of time so we can be in that sort of bathing in that luxury of just, you know, the, our creativity streaming through. Yeah. Or we have a shortened amount of time and how do we use that to our benefit? Yeah, absolutely. I love that you're bringing in that idea of Saturn, you know, that, you know, commitment and, you know, structure around the creative process, which is so, so important. The other thing is you're talking, also what's coming to mind is a lot of times, I think for a lot of people, myself included, is when you're in a creative process, what is going to come up is that critic. I think, you know, that inner critic will kill a creative process faster than anything, right? And that's one of the things I've really learned about is kind of like honoring the creative spirit that if I'm gifted with an inspiration or an idea, and I do feel like a lot of times with, you know, creativity, when you receive that inspiration or you receive that idea, it is a gift. You know, I feel like it's a gift from whether it's your muses or your higher self and to really honor that you've been given this gift, right? And so as you're working on it and you're doing it, to really set aside that critic and allow that creative process, that idea to come to life. That's really beautiful, right? I mean, that upholding and that honoring that there is almost like there, it is a gift, right? Something is coming through you. And who are we on some level to say like, no, that's not good enough, right? Just to like keep that open. That's really wonderful. Yeah. You know, I think that for all of us, you know, for everybody listening to you, really to think about, you know, yeah, so there's one, the question of what do you want to create? You know, what do you want to give voice to? But also really knowing what is your unique creative style? Right. Yes. How do you operate? What do you need? You know, what are the, you know, obstacles or the roadblocks that come for you? And how do you then work with them to work through them? Right. And I think you're bringing up another important point. I think, you know, we, no topic, uh, a conversation about creativity probably would be complete without talking about the blocks. I mean, do you ever, especially when you're quote on the deadlines, it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll have these great ideas and I'll dig into them. And then all of a sudden I just feel really blocked and, you know, the, the, the blank canvas as you will. So do you have any insight? I mean, how do you work with, with your creative blocks? Yeah. And I think that that's something too, that maybe like, again, maybe it's individual for a learning style, though I think for a lot of people, we we have similar ones. So when I'm blocked, I'll do a couple of different things. One, if I'm blocked for too long, I will walk away from my desk mm-hmm. and I will do either a handful of sun salutations or I'll like walk around the block. I will just get moving. So A, I'll be moving and I'll be away. 
Um, I also do find for being in movement that I get some ideas. Um, I also find that I get ideas sometimes, especially in the winter. I'll be, I was very creatively blocked when I was creatively blocked. I'd be like, I have to take a bath because Mm. for me, being in water helps me to like find ideas. Um, that's so Pisces. So Pisces. Pisces. Um, you know, just try and also just like seeing also where those breadcrumbs are. Like if I don't have a full idea, but there's one little nugget, maybe I'll do a little research on that. And from that, sometimes I'll find myself connecting to ideas or even words. And those words themselves will open something up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last thing that's coming to me, and I actually did this this morning is, and of course you can do this with the tarot. And I'm curious to know if you do this or how this works for you, but I have this deck called Oblique Strategies, Mm. which are these um, very sort of odd phrases on some way. It was actually created by Brian Eno, you know, the musician Brian Eno. Music for airports, Brian Eno. Yes. And this is just, I think it was created in the seventies. It's this amazing deck created to help artists when they had their blocks. So you shuffle the deck and you think of a question and you, um, you, you pull a card. And so this morning's card was something to the effect of like, oh, that it was something like constancy is change. It was something like that. And so there, there are these sort of like random koans in a way. And you're like, what does that mean? But it, it's almost like it, is so sometimes they feel so arbitrary, but they like do help mm-hmm. to like move through your block. So I oftentimes will turn to those and sometimes I will pull a, a tarot card as well. So oh, those are just some of my ideas for the oh, I, I love that. I've never thought about, you know, pulling the tarot card for a creative process. I but I love that idea. Um in fact I was just talking to a friend of mine um and she was talking about how she was doing that in her creative process. Oftentimes I, I will pull a, a tarot card or an oracle card to help me answer a question or dig into my spiritual process. But I love that you're using that, you know, more creatively, you know, because the tro is basically, you know, uh, exposing you to archetypes and information and inspiration. Yeah. That's yeah. great. What about, what about you? I'm curious what you do, what some of when your blocked, strategies are. Oh, oh, what do I do when I block? <laughs> it's so great to hear that you go and get in the bathtub and then you do some sun salutations. And <laughs> go for a walk. You probably even bake bread, Stephanie, right? That's, you know, yes, yes. Me, I... I am so obsessive. I, I, I'm going to just say this and all honesty, I have to work a little bit not to get in the spin of overworking, forcing things. Oh my God, why is this not happening? It's really easy for me to get caught in that. And I know that about my personality, a little obsessive compulsive. And I, you know, I have to really work at that of knowing when just walk away. <laughs> just walk away being is knowing when to take that step back, when to put a project down, when to let it go. And I'll just be honest with you, sometimes that is hard for me. And that's something that I really work on. You know, the other thing I too that I've been thinking a lot about with all of this and creativity, just knowing we were going to talk about it today, is you know, you and I, you know, are, you know, we we do creativity for our career part of our career, right? But also, I think it's really important for us to do creativity just for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, what if you paint a picture and it just doesn't go anywhere? What if you write a story? And I remember 
one of the best advice I got, um, you know, from an agent with writing is she goes, you don't write for anybody else. You don't draw, the real artist does not draw that picture for somebody else. They do it for themselves. And so when I'm having a moment, I just remind myself, why are you doing this? You're, you're doing this for yourself. Just what do you want here? What is bringing you joy and getting back to me I'm almost like, I just feel so much better even saying this stuff. Yeah, just like, oh, I feel so relaxed. Just getting back to doing it for me. And I think it that's that's a game changer. That's I think that's essentially what it's all about. Yeah, that is so inherently important, right? Because we put things out into the world and immediately there's that, what are people going to think? Yep. Am I as good as the next person? But I, and all the judge and the jury and the executioner come that sort of um, inspires worry or anxiety and then constricts the creative flow. Mm-hmm. But if you think I'm not doing, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. I'm just creating for creativity sake. Yeah. And yeah. maybe, you know, that's something that we all need to like, just to start there and then you create, and then you see what you do with that, where it goes, how it how it offers itself of service to the world. Yeah, and and you know, it could be just you know, it's it's you're doing it just for to be in a creative process yeah. within itself. It reminds me a little bit about when I think about cooking. You know, you're cooking, and then you eat it, and it's gone, and you're doing it just kind of for 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 the joy of that. I do think as people that are very creative. I, you know, we're saying all this and yet I do feel like if you're doing a creative piece, there usually is this desire to have it be seen, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's just part of it. And I think that if you do get to that place where you are showing your work in the world, it, you have to be courageous, you know, like when you're talking about, um, not worrying about what other people think, you know, it takes courage to share yourself in that way with the world. Yeah. I remember with my first book with Planetary Apothecary, you know, the the creative process itself of writing it was it, it, this incredible experience and journey. But then it, my realization of like, oh, wait, now people are going to read it. Yeah. You know, oh no. But I realized I, I felt like I was, I mothered, I birthed something. I put mm. it out into the world. I could be a good shepherd for it, but it itself had a life of its own. And that yes. helped me to yes. detach from it and the worry and also realizing that everybody who was going to have a relationship with it was having their own relationship from where they were standing and who they were. And so that helped me to distance myself in terms of um, feeling vulnerable, if you will, right, to yeah. any reflection or criticism or or what, or what I could perceive as criticism or judgment. So that was really helpful. Yeah, I know. I love that you're, um, you know, looking at, you know, you know, creativity or creating a creative project as a birthing project. And it, it is, it's like when you create a book or a piece of art and you put it out in the world, it is like a birth. It's like birthing a child. But like any good parent, we need to let our children separate from us and have their own identity and create their own relationships in the world. I think that's a really powerful way of looking at things. And, you know, as we're talking too, I kind of go back to the idea of like Leo, which is, you know, it's we're ending Leo season, which is part of what inspired this is the Leo house in astrology, the fifth house is the house of creativity, self-expression, 
and children. So maybe our little our little creative babies out there, we need to learn to be better parents. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your process with your latest creative baby? Well, you know, we, with the Couture Tarot, um, yeah, you know, I just finally, um, the, the Couture Tarot, which is a, a deck of tarot cards made from collage art from fashion and magazines, has been done for a while, but there was a lot of challenges in the printing process and COVID and the deck was printed in China. So I, you know, it's only now that they've arrived and I really get to see them and all of that. I have to tell you that creating that deck was a very unique situation for me. Um, And I don't know that I'll be able to create that again. When I was creating the deck, actually, my mom was um, sick and my elderly mom and she was passing. And I was just grief stricken. I mean, I couldn't function. And normally when I'm in a, a grief process, I would write. And I, I was so grief stricken I couldn't even write. And so I just thought, okay, I'm just going to create some art. And I never really considered myself an artist. And so I started doing collages. And one collage led to another collage that led to another. And in the beginning, I really just did them for myself. And it was really a way of facilitating the grief process. And then that it came together as a whole deck of 78 cards blows my mind. That was never really in the mix until the end. And then the end, it's like, okay, I've got to do the suit of wands, complete the deck. But and I don't believe, this is a long story, so I'll wrap it up, Stephanie, but I, I don't believe that we need angst or sorrow or grief to be creative, but that was really one of those cases for me. I think maybe it's what gave me permission to do artwork when I never considered myself an artist. Wow, yes. Right, so you were creating because it was this process for you that, right, you had all this feel that you needed to just move it and pour it through. Yeah, yeah. And that also then create creating can be a solve, can be a balm, can be so healing. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. I that was true. It was like it was very healing for me. And now, mm-hmm. you know, now we have the, the deck in the world. And I like you, like you're finishing, you know, books that will be out in the world. And <clears throat> I'm like you. I'm like, you know what? It has its own life and people will have their own relationship with it. So yeah. I think that that's really important. One last thing I want to say is um just also thinking about the word like creative you know, this adjective that feels like there's a lot of a block that people have, like owning creative. Creativity, like I have creativity. Okay, that might be like less of a, like that might be more accessible, but maybe we should all start with like, I create, right? The verb itself, the doing, right? Like I create my morning outfit. I create my cup of coffee. I like we just to find a connection to the the verb, the action of creating maybe more of an accessible way to connect to that sense of generativity that is a birthright for all of us. Ooh ooh ooh. I love that create create as a verb. You know, verbs are action words, you know, and also just look at, we create constantly. That's what you're saying. We're constantly creating and to just honor that process, to honor that, you know, that. And that need. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, this has been so much fun, Stephanie. Very creative. Very creative. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everybody out there for listening to So Divine Conversations. And if you'd like to uh, connect with us, go to sodivine.us and just drop us a note. We'd love to hear from you. And a big thanks to Nick Petrie of Cloud Studios and Sebastiano Tecchio. Um, our two right-hand men who help us to get create this podcast. So we couldn't have created it without you guys. So thank you. And thank you for all of you listening because we couldn't have created this without you as well. <laughs> <laughs>